What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Certified Wrench Podcast, episode 69. <laughs> 69. <laughs> and remember, kids, if you get nervous, you can always turn on the home security system. That's right. The keypad code is 6969. If your mother doesn't want to do it, at least she can type it. You're a legend, Dad. So it's weird being Japanese. Last night, my husband wanted 69. I said, why do you want beef and broccoli now? Hey, that's Chinese. 69. <laughs> that's what she said. So before we get into today's episode, if you could go over to whatever streaming platform you're listening to this podcast on, give it a like, subscribe, rate and review. Anything to help out the podcast. If you are looking to make a donation to the podcast, buy some merch, anything else, you can find the link tree links on the social media pages or certifiedwrenchpodcast.com. If you need to get a hold of me, you can reach me at certifiedwrenchpodcast at gmail.com. Anyway, hope you all enjoy the episode. Let's do it. Fuck it, we're going to do that. Yeah, it's recording. So... Yeah, we'll just do this. How about this? How about you introduce yourself first? Who are you? And what do you do without um, giving away the company name? Gotcha. <laughs> My name is... You got to sit closer to the mic, oh. though. We're going to fight. <laughs> like that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. My name is Anthony Mealy. I work for a large construction company in DFW. I thought he was going to say it. <laughs> uh, I was going to say the nickname, but people still know... <laughs> what it is so so actually i don't know if we could talk about it oh who are you first of all before we get into this uh, we have a, a returning guest from timothy. way back when timothy <laughs> i still feel bad for that dude <laughs> that's fine uh skater gentry i'm one of the cat dealer mechanics uh up here in north texas and i contract with this Big lug that we've got over here as a guest. There we go. That that's better. Now we can talk more about. It. So the guy that got, man, I just don't. I don't want to say too much without giving away too much. But the guy that got let go from your company because he made a video about your company. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can we talk about that without giving too much away or no? Um. Yeah, I, I think we can. I mean, uh, how stupid can you be? First Shout of out all. to TikTok. <laughs> uh, one of the higher ups' uh, granddaughter woke him up, showing him the video at six a.m. <laughs> and uh, it was before I don't know ten o'clock in the morning. They they fired they fired the guy. Yeah. Uh, Man, I just I, I'm curious to. I wish I could have seen the video to see like what he said. Like he tried to send it to me and it was already gone. Yeah, it was oh, already man, deleted. Fucking <laughs> screen grab that shit. Damn it! Because I wanted to know like was he like this company and like no right in he the was background? he was like panning the camera and was uh, he didn't even say anything. It was a song. Oh, fuck, what song? The TikTok song. Oh, I thought he was talking shit. No, it was the song. The song was. The song was talking shit. It's the, uh, one of those ones you always see, like, this shit's fucked up or whatever. And Sing when it. he, I don't, I can't remember <laughs> it. That's <laughs> <laughs> like an American Idol. No, but when he panned over and then that song, it said, like, this shit's fucked up. Our company logo was right there. Dude. Didn't even blur it out. Didn't even blur it out. And then he panned over and, Two caterpillar trucks were sitting there. <laughs> yeah. So I wonder where that fella's at nowadays. I don't know. Uh, he's a nuts and bolts mechanic, so oh, okay. there's no telling. So, didn't really matter then. Huh? Undercarriage guy. Oh shit, that's fucking great. I mean, <laughs> that, dude, I'm I'm scared sometimes to make stuff. I like to do it just to have fun, but sometimes I'm like, you got to be very careful because I don't obviously. Doing this podcast, I don't show any company logos. You have to be like close friend or on my close social medias, personal social medias to actually know where I work. But uh, yeah, because when I've explained it before on here, when I worked for, I almost said the company name, the big <laughs> deer dealer here. Um, I was talking shit to my buddy. He's 
he's a dark skinned fella. Uh, he, he's a vato. And I call them a racial slur because that's what we do. And the fellas of Black Lives Matter saw it and then called corporate. Oh, and shit. And was trying to get me fired. Like, this is just my. My boss at the time was like, I'm not going to fire you because it's your personal shit, first of all. But he's like, I know you, your intentions weren't, you know, whatever. So, yeah. So, I try not to show any company logos or nothing. Yeah, I try to block them out when I do videos and shit. Sometimes. 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 So, I don't know. Uh, we're not going to get too crazy into the usual podcast, I don't think. I think we're going to. You said you have plenty of fun stories. Do you have any like, like bad shit that you've seen happen in the field or in the oil field? Yeah, oil field. You yeah. know, I worked in the oil field for ten years. I, I guess let's get some background on you. Get to know you a little bit because uh, I don't even fucking know you. I've talked to you a couple times, um, but remember, people, uh, if you're local, you get pushed to the front. So, anyway, uh, let's let's talk about you a little bit. We so, don't care about Skeeter over here. <laughs> so yeah. shit, I graduated when I graduated high school, two thousand five. I started doing cabinets. It was fun, woodworking. Not for me. Uh, was an electrician for three months. Loved it, but being six five, three fifty, climbing in attics and under houses was not very much fun. So is what you're saying is you wouldn't want to get stuck in a skid steer? No. <laughs> no. I've been we'll stuck under a dozer before, and that was the only time I've panicked. Uh, so then I went and worked in the oil field. Shit, worked all over South Texas, West Texas, Pennsylvania, North Dakota for a week. That was too cold. Uh, got laid off 2000. 13? Yeah, I think 2013. Went to run heavy equipment in Big Springs for six months. I love that. I ran one of them big Barco mulchers. That was fun, making big trees into mulch. We went home for Christmas. Dude called and said, company shut down. And I went, shit. It's not the fucking best. Yeah. I so love companies that do that shit. Luckily, a buddy of mine, his dad is... Uh, shop manager at a concrete plant for a concrete ready mix company. He got me on working on mixers, did that for a year, hated it. <laughs> uh, went yeah. back to the oil field as a mechanic in the shop and it was great first few months. Then they went to seven days a week. Wasn't so bad. Then they went to 24 hours a day. So that we were on night shift one day I was on night shift scrolling through Indeed, and I found the company that I work for now, and they called me oh, on a I'm like, what is that? Sorry. <laughs> they called me on a, they called me on a Saturday for an interview and shit, the rest is history. Mm. I didn't know shit about yellow iron then. How long you worked at the your current? Uh, seven years in October. Oh, but he's just gonna about come, as long as I have. He's going to come work for me, though. Hmm. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> now I want to say the company I work for, maybe they'll give me another raise. <laughs> <laughs> you make how much? <laughs> well, uh, shit. How old are you? Oh, shit. 36? No, yeah, 36. I turned 37 in November. Damn, man. We're just getting old. Mm -hmm. I feel 65 most mornings. Yeah. I'm the baby over here. <laughs> I'm, I'm 33. I just turned 35, man. I feel, I'm just, I'm feeling it. Oh, shit. Uh, well, cool, man. I don't know what else to talk about. Look, that's, that's the episode. Hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> let's, uh, let's tell him how much you love uh, working on concrete mixers. Oh, yeah. The, you got to chip all the concrete Dude, off every I, fucking thing. I refuse. The company I work for now, we started concrete paving, and I told them if they buy a mixer truck, that is my notice. I quit. <laughs> yeah, I uh, so I used to work for a repo company, and uh, I was going to work for a or a concrete company back in California, and my I wouldn't call him a buddy because we're not friends no more. Um, 
the guy I knew that worked <laughs> for the the repo company was like, "You're going where?" No, 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 no. I need you to come work for me because I originally was going to go work for the repo company and then decided I wanted to go work on the mixer so I could learn more about diesels. And then he's like, no, I'll give you more money. So he gave me like a dollar more an hour hmm. to go work for the repo. I kind of regret not going to the concrete company. But at the same the time, problem with go. companies like the one I worked for, really, the only thing we did was tires, wheel seals, brakes. And working on the mixer part, any engine stuff, they were so backed up, swapped the truck out, sent it to Kenworth or Peterbilt or whatever, and let them. There's only so many wheel seals you can do before you want to hang yourself. Did you ever have to uh, get in the barrel? No. Could you fit? Six, five, three, fifty. <laughs> I was like, could you No, fit? hell no. <laughs> no, the, they had this, uh, this dude had the setup, uh, Mexican guy, he would roll up at night. And he had like four or five dudes with him that were all probably five foot nothing, maybe a hundred pounds, and they would just take turns climbing in there, chipping them out. Yeah, I, had and, a, I knew a guy that had a chipping company, and that's all he would do is go chip trucks. Mm-hmm. And he made so much fucking money. Yeah, yeah he so. would just sit there in his lifted King Ranch F two fifty, tell them what trucks needed to be chipped out, and he would go take a nap, and they'd be out there all night just. Mm-mm rattling away i'm too claustrophobic to be doing that yeah i no Hmm. i told them if they want me to get in there we're cutting a giant hole (laughs) inside (laughs) snowman fucking cut out yeah oh yeah let's talk about your current big project oh yeah what are you working on i got a lovely rusted out d10 what years 2000 yeah 2012 she's she's a rusty girl we got it from california or something Got the engine pulled out. Uh, it was going to be hundred grand in parts, so we just got a reman engine. Ooh. Pulled the transmission out. The lovely Caterpillar dealer in Oklahoma that supposedly rebuilt it before we got it left out some parts in it. Left out. So parts. the planetary inside there has just been walking back and forth, destroying itself. Wow. And, so you uh, mean they didn't put the spark plugs in it? <laughs> we got. I got to pull the final drives next. And uh, the part I'm not looking forward to is rebuilding all the cylinders. Oof. Send them out. That's that's <laughs> what I want to do. But my boss said, you'll do just as good as anybody else, so you might as well get after it. Oh, man. The, yeah. the backstory on that dozer was that it was uh, at a, a winery and it, all it did was rip the rip field. Have you ever seen it? It didn't have a blade on it. So they uh they rip like 6 to 10 foot down in those wine fields. They <clears throat> I used to see that shit all the time back home cuz that's all they did. And that fucking ripper was huge, like taller than my garage right here and they would just whoop right into the ground just go in straight lines and they come back and forth and it was wild. And they would plow it all up and make level ground well this one must have been doing it in the ocean because <laughs> <laughs> she's she's rusty he had to work on it before it ever even got off the trailer mm. oh, yeah when he moved or something yeah when they brought it down when we bought it and they brought it down to us they said oh it just needs batteries so i went and put batteries on it and replaced the battery cables to get it off the trailer and let's see, they said the AC didn't work. That's because the compressor was laying in the belly pan because <laughs> the bolt that holds it on the bracket was broke. You know, that bolt's probably, what, six inches long? And like four inches is in the bracket, rusted solid. So I had to drill it out huh. in the summertime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good times. Uh Skeet, skeet. What a. Uh, is there anything new with you? Not really. You got to sit closer to Mike, though. That's the that's no. whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Just uh, staying busy and getting sent a bunch of stuff that we normally don't get sent because he's over here jacking with that D10 um, and uh, trying to stay busy enough to uh, not get help, quote unquote, because some of the help that we get sometimes is not sufficient we end up still having to go after them uh but you know for the most part it's it's been pretty good 
I like talking to him about uh, some of the dipshits that run some of this equipment. Operators are a new breed. What? <laughs> Support or what's that? Uh, thank your local operator because you always have job security. Exactly. Oh, yeah, we got they plenty keep of us that. Busy. <laughs> but I'm not even surprised anymore when I pull up the stuff. Yeah, it's you, just like, man, man, good job. Good job. I went to a, I went to a motivator today that uh, they said, uh, oh, articulation pin fell out. Huh? Okay. So I showed up. Yeah, the articulation pin for the motor grader fell out, but the cylinder extended and put a hole in the fuel tank, and there's diesel all over the ground. No shit. <laughs> God. So I w- when I used to work at the deer dealer, I went to, I'll tell you the name of the company later, they said, the articulation's not working on this motor grader. So I get out there, and I'm driving this thing trying to get it to work, and it's just, you can hear it like, going over a leaf when I well they had it capped off but they had the cylinders X'd so when you turn it it would it would basically wiggle I I, I don't know why I asked them like why'd you do this I'm like I don't know I don't know so I had to go back and fix it you know put the valve in do all this bullshit and it just I think about that all the time I still wonder why it was like that because they did it but I don't know if you ever worked for that company. Uh, I, no, I, seven years. I've one customer. Really? Yep. Did you get your residency right off the bat, or no, did you work out in I, the fields a lot? When I started at, um, <laughs> you fucking asshole. Uh, nice job, dipshit. You <laughs> <laughs> oh. have to edit that out. When I started here, um, I was in the shop for a few months while I was waiting on the truck. I got you. <laughs> and uh, I. Uh, I, once I finally got a truck, which was a 2007 ragged out piece of junk 750, uh, I um, was put on a residency for SEMA, which is a uh, they're nationally man. known. And, you know, <laughs> I know what you said. Um, you know, I was out there, but I, they had a bunch of rental equipment, and mm. when I got that stuff taken care of, I was sitting out there not doing anything, really at all. And I called my boss and I was like, hey, man, I came from West Texas to work. I didn't come here to sit around and not do anything. So they pulled me off, put me in Metro. And then maybe three months later, I was on this residency and I've been there ever since. Wow. You were lucky to get residency right off the bat. I don't know if the beer's hitting me yet or anything. Just Um, one? (laughs) I'm lightweight lately, dude. (laughs) Plus, I, I ate this morning and been working outside all day. So I'm like, mm. I did the same thing. I recorded last night too, and I hadn't eaten all day. And I was drinking beer, and like towards the end of the podcast, I was starting to feel it. I'm like, we should probably close this thing out. <laughs> it's time to go to bed. Um, that's pretty cool though, because I had a couple residencies, but it was like they try to avoid them as much as possible at my old company. They, they hand them but out that's, like it's candy where I'm at. I feel like that's like, Free money, you know, as a resident or for the company at least. But Our contracts are set up way different than any other contract. But. I'm sure, but I'm like, why don't you guys try to get more residencies because that's more money, uh, whatever, because it's guaranteed money. I would say probably forty percent, maybe fifty percent of the the North Texas area is resident. Yeah, I'm, I imagine. Shit, he deals with my, what'd you call him, service manager? Sure. More than I do, and I work for the damn company. (laughs) He's always a a joy to work with. Mm -hmm. That's because he's not scared of you. I don't know. After I got a few phone calls from the VP, um, uh, he doesn't put me on emails anymore. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about, but... Yeah, that that would be kind of hard too, I guess. Trying to work for a customer, quote unquote, but you're basically a damn employee. Yeah, that'd be kind of hard. I don't know. I'm gonna get another beer. So let's talk about some stories. Hmm. So what? What? Let's talk about this oil field thing that you're talking about, though. First of all, all uh, right, so it's working in Colorado, doing flowback. We're on a frack pad. 
and it was shit, like negative 20. Mm-mm. And Frack was trying to pump the wire line down the hole, and it froze. So they went over there. The frack hands went over there, and for some reason, frack kept pumping while they were working on the well, and dude hit, was spinning the chicksen off with a hammer and got it down to, like, the last thread. And when he did, ice plug come out, and that chicksen come around right in the dome. So chicksen. The... The pipe that's like an S-curve. It's kind of got a swivel in the middle, so you can kind of... You hook it up to one piece of pipe, and you can kind of adjust it hmm. to hook it up to another piece of pipe. Yep. Chickson. Yeah, Two-inch. Caught him in the head. But, but, yeah, that was a bad deal, because when stuff like that happens, they killed everything at once, all the pumps, and then they froze. And, you know... They were frozen, and like two weeks later, they had to go back out there and try to thaw everything out so they could rig everything down because they just moved that whole crew off off location, brought another crew out there. Took them out or what? Yeah, because they were, I guess, shell-shocked because it happened. And so since one, they just— No, I meant like it took him out? Yeah, I killed him. Oh, shit. Yeah, I killed him, and uh, the two dudes that were standing there fucked him up too. Oh, I bet. I've seen some shit. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. They shut the entire the old company that we were working for pretty much shut down everything for like a week. Yeah, actually, my boss just told me a story yesterday. I don't know if I'm allowed to tell it, but I'm going to. (laughs) Um, Down south, deer dealer um, guy was out some quarry or something working on a wiggle wagon. And he was trying to take the wheel off, the front wheel off for something. So he had it sitting up on a bottle jack and he got all the lug bolts or nuts off. I can't, I don't, I don't know what he's working on, first of all, and uh, couldn't get the wheel off. So he decides to get underneath this thing and start heating up the rim with a torch. Mm. Is that smart? No. No, no. But anyway, heating up this rim with the torch and. I guess that tire fucking blew out and it knocked the bottle jack off. Oh, and then shit. so the machine fell on him. Mm. Uh, I don't, apparently his wife went so happy for everybody, but oh, I'm um, sure. I, uh, and I'm, my only question was, well, did the rim come off? <laughs> 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 I don't think it did. I've been pretty lucky. The worst I've seen is a dude fell off. He was climbing up on a D six in the shop and, in uh, West Texas, and he fell off the tracks. And when he when he fell off the tracks, he um, came up and looked at his arm, and it was like a spaghetti noodle. <laughs> and he fell to the ground. He was probably two fifty, two seventy five. He's a bigger dude, and I had a hard time trying to do the whole first aid thing with him <laughs> in the shop. And uh, but other than that, the only other issues I've had are aftermath deals where where we had a guy in a D8 that died, and I had to go and do a inspection on it because they said that it was an AC-related problem. And, like uh, heat stroke? Yeah. Yeah. It, You'd think he'd was. get out of the fucking cab. And- <laughs> well, that's the problem. He got heat stroke because he was shitting in the woods and then got back into the cab and... Yeah. And they, they blamed it fella. on the AC not working. And uh, let's just say that the inside of that dozer uh, was not accessible um, whenever I got there. I had because to... Of- uh, there was vomit everywhere. Oh, ew. And they had already sent a hazmat team out there to clean the cab. And it still... Were you like, I, no? I, I reached in the cab with the key... <laughs> <laughs> Turned it on. <laughs> and then all the, the air blowing out the door where you're like, Ooh! I'm just kidding. Yeah, they, they put a new seat in that thing after it was all said and done. And that was not good. But I have a feeling because where he, where he went, I have a feeling he got bit by something and that's what caused him to do that. Mm. But they said it was heat stroke. But I it, Did the AC work? Oh, yeah. It worked fine. But he liked to go off by the by the trees and sit over there for lunch 
and go off by the creek and do his thing. <laughs> Interesting. Very weird. That's uh, I haven't had to deal with anything like that. I guess I feel lucky now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the worst I've seen is at the repo company. Uh, we hit one of my buddies had to go pick up a car from an impound lot. The girl had killed herself in it. She shot mm. herself in the chest or something. So like the seat, you could see it, the seat, but it was like this layer where the blood was. It like dried and it was just like a layer on the seat. It was weird looking. Hmm. It was interesting. Almost looked like jerky sitting on the seat. Jeez. <laughs> that's the worst you know I've seen. I didn't. We, you couldn't open the doors. They had them like sealed shut. Like do not. Yeah. Open. Mm-hmm. We're gonna burn this motherfucker type shit. Mm. I'll tell you my <clears throat> my earliest uh, memory of working with this guy was <clears throat> uh, me and another guy were working on a blade, and we were trying to put the moldboard back on the machine, and we were using a series of come come alongs, chains, <laughs> and whatnot. And this bastard comes over there, picks up the end of the blade, and just. Shoves it on there. <laughs> I got tired of watching them fuck around. That's that. Uh, that's funny because when I used to work for the deer, deer dealer out in California, I was an ag tech, and they had me in a mower truck, just a little twenty five hundred gasser with a plumber's bed on it. And they go, "Oh, you know what a feeder house chain is on a combine?" Yeah, I've seen. It's, you know the header right where the feeder house is. It, it's it's big chain that pulls the shit up into the machine. So I need you to go out and replace this. Just all you need is a rope, feed it up in there and pull it through. And there was a guy at the cat ag dealer out there and he's sitting there and I'm just like scratching my head. Like I can't do this. <laughs> you know? And he's like, let me fucking help you. So he hangs this chain up on the, on a crane and helps me get this fucking thing. And I'm like, I couldn't not done this by myself, like with this mower truck, but. Thank God for people showing up. I, you want to come lift some shit for hmm. me? Goddamn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Surprise the hell out of me. Shit, when I first started the company I'm at, that's what I was driving. It was a little 2500 with a plumber's bed on it. Were you on TikTok? Hmm? Who's the guy that worked for your company that was on TikTok and he was in a little mower truck? Oh, Cody. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Cody? I, w- I want to say it started with a K. Yeah, that's Cody. We look like brothers, but we're not brothers. He lives in this way somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I'm like, oh, that's where I talked to you. No, still (laughs) wasn't it. (laughs) Mr. Shorter version of you. Wrecked his truck three times. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I can't talk shit. I've wrecked two company vehicles. But they both weren't my fault. All three of them were his fault. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he liked rear-ending people. Oh shit! Because he was TikToking. What Probably. Was it, what was he doing on the, when he wrecked it on the job site? Oh, he was uh, driving a boulder. He was driving across the job, and you know how we do the house pads. He was bebopping through the house pads <laughs> and dropped off one onto a boulder and got the truck high centered and ripped the exhaust out and oh, bent the drive shaft and <laughs> that was the last straw. I think he got put on probation after that. He ended up quitting. Oh. Then he come back. And then he quit again. Yeah, because I remember seeing this dude like, oh, he works at a local company. Uh, whatever. This was way before podcasting. And yeah. Didn't know nobody out here type shit. You know, but I'm famous now. <sighs> yeah. I'm Big shit. time. <laughs> Got the don't, even, don't even turn wrenches anymore. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> I uh, met up with some Canadians last week, week before. I can't remember. They were here visiting fans. One was fan of the show. The other was just his brother. He's like, I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> so, well, around here, I'm I'm really not a big deal. <laughs> I've only met two people via this podcast, like somebody out in the wild. Out in the oh, wild? Yeah. Two or three people. They're like, oh, I'm fans of the show. I'm like, sick. You know, it's fucking badass. My sister-in-law has nothing to do with any of this, and she listens. Really? Yep. That's fucking awesome. Like, sometimes I'll be out on job sites and I'll see a service truck. I'm like, or if they know who I am. Or <laughs> <laughs> if they know me. That's Probably crazy. not, because like, you can't say anything. <laughs> well, I'm just too afraid to go up to them like, hey, 
Do you know who? Do, do, do you know me? <laughs> so, but I carry cards with me just in case, and I always be like, "Hey, if you're interested in being on a podcast, you know, if you listen, here's a card." You're like, "No, I don't really listen to podcasts." Well, fuck you then. <laughs> <clears throat> My dad listened to our first recording, Ugh. and I never would have expected my father to listen to a podcast, but he did. <laughs> my mom wanted to listen to this one, and I told her, yeah, you probably don't want to listen to Why? it, but, you know. My mom listens to everyone. I make sexual jokes and <laughs> <laughs> you name it. I'm her precious baby boy. I mean, yeah. I got to. Well, so far you haven't said nothing bad, so fucking step it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's. What do you guys want to talk about? I don't. I'm trying not to do regular podcasts because uh, fuck that. Fuck it. Yeah, let's talk some shit if you want. I don't care. Talk about that truck <laughs> that you're running. The thing Sorry. that needs to be uh, oh. bye bye. Well, we can talk about service trucks because <laughs> truck that I'm running. Your 750 needs to go bye-bye. Why does it need to go bye-bye? Because you need a new unicorn. Oh, yeah. I got the only 14-foot bed F750 that's registered under 26. How? I don't know, because that's how we got it. <laughs> it may be registered. Do you not have a CDL? Hell no. Oh. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's, so that's the, sketch. Yeah. They don't it, have any CDL trucks it weighs, anymore. It weighs under 26. Well, have you seen all the busts over by the raceway? I don't go over that way. <laughs> Stay away from there. Because every time, because sometimes I have to go by Texas Motor Speedway and head north towards Denton, and I'll be looking over, by, and they've got like seven trucks pulled over because they're doing that. I forget what they call it. Yeah. Well, see, another guy that's got F750, his isn't as big as mine. He got pulled over. And the DOT guy opened up the door and seen it was under 26 and was like, have a nice day. Really? Yeah. He didn't inspect him. Did he have DOT numbers? No. Oh. No, we ain't got nothing. Oh, well, that's good. But I only got a sticker on one door of my truck because it fell off on the other side. Sometimes they'll be like, well, since I got you here, let's go ahead and, you know. Yeah. Let's see your ID. And I had I had a DOT inspection on a, in a 550. They'll do it. They don't fuck around. Well, if they ever try to do it, they're going to meet the dumbest person they've ever met because I don't know shit. <laughs> I just, I was just told to drive it. So that, I've taken it across the scales before. You know, it weighs a little bit. That's, yeah. <laughs> scales well, on site? <laughs> at, the, uh, at the mine. Does it have air brakes and shit? Mm hmm. Fuck. So it's, yeah. Jesus. DOT, I, don't listen. Yeah, but the state of Texas, <laughs> anything under 26. You, you don't have even if yeah, it has air brakes you're good. I just was curious yeah. since it's long. Yeah, it's the only one I've ever seen. So it's twenty twenty five nine nine nine. Mm -hmm. God, that's fucking sick. It's there's, nice. I love it. There's another guy that works for them. When they bought his seven fifty, it's a short bus. Yeah, it's supposed to be yeah. like mine, stumpy. They, they had registered it at sixteen thousand. The truck weighed sixteen thousand <laughs> without tools. <laughs> Hey, I mean, I guess that's legit, right? Well, see, they bought in it. <laughs> they bought mine. What was it four years ago? I put in my two weeks' notice because the fifty-five hundred I was driving was a pile of shit. It had like fourteen different oil leaks. I spent more time working on that truck than I did working on equipment, and finally, I had enough. Put my notice in, and then like couple days later my boss sent me a picture was like would you stay if we bought this and i was like okay so they bought me a new truck and gave me a raise and i stayed and a raise and jesus a raise. Christ. Yeah. they fucking sucked the never mind gotta, uh, gotta keep the good ones around them. man you got your cake and ate it too mm -hmm. goddamn there That's i was like it. shit <laughs> i've never had a new vehicle personal or whatever so it was brand new this company two in a row brand new like hell yeah um, man, I was just going to fucking ask you something and I forgot. I do that all the time. <laughs> Shit. The only reason I've got two new trucks, well, three in a row. It's because he whines a lot. <laughs> it's because I drive so much. Yeah. But the last, the last truck I got pulled out of was big, was because I was blamed for being too heavy. Um, I was maxed out, um, for two years, put 130,000 miles on it. Rear end and transmission went out at the same time. 
but it was my fault. Oh yeah, of course. I hit. I put a hundred and I hit a hundred and hundred thousand five hundred the other day on my truck already. That CV that I'm running right now, I've had it for a year. I've got seventy one thousand miles. Brand off. new. Yep. Damn. Because I'm like, oh, that doesn't seem like much because I used to do a lot because I was doing West Texas runs in my other truck. But everybody's like, well, that's quite a bit for two years. I'm like, okay, whatever. He drives almost as much as I do because he has to deal with the concrete stuff. Well, and you got fucking jobs all over the goddamn Mm -hmm. place. Oh, yeah, from way out yonder to... Over yonder. Over yonder, yeah. (laughs) Around Paris. And everything in between. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Sure, you've heard it on the podcast before. You you know I don't like talking tools. Do you drink the Kool Aid? Yes, but <laughs> I started way back in in the beginning. I'm fresh, just because. And I'm in heaven. When I was working at the shop, Oldfield shop, the Cornwall dude pulled up and he sold the Milwaukee stuff. Mm. So, yeah, it's handy. I don't remember if you do or not. I don't drink. I drink the Milwaukee Kool Aid, but I don't drink the tool truck Kool Aid because. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm. I got robbed, and yeah, I remember. I no, I'm not. I'm not buying that high dollar crap just to get robbed. I am uh, dealing with a fucking pile of shit, tool guy right now. It's just the motherfucker don't show up, and I said, okay, well, since you're not going to show up, let me uh. Go ahead and set me up for automatic payments on Friday so I can just get the shit paid off because I only owe them like 350 bucks. Yo. It's been two weeks. Still haven't seen no payment come out of my shit. He's going <laughs> to hit you with three weeks worth. No, he ain't doing shit or I'll punch him in his mouth. <laughs> See, I don't really buy nothing off. The only thing I buy off the tool truck nowadays is the Mac guy. And I, if I see something in the flyer that's on sale. I like Mac products. Because when I used to live in north of Denton, I could just go over to his house. So but now I just text him and he'll just drop it off wherever. There's literally a snap-on guy, or snap-on, a Mac guy that lives like, I could throw a rock and hit his house from here, but I haven't talked to him. But uh, I was interested in buying a toolbox. I'm like, well, if I'm going to buy a toolbox, I can make payments on it. I'm going to buy a fucking snap-on box. Nice toolbox I can take home whenever later on because I need a toolbox right now. I'll sell you my roll card. No, I, already bought, I, already <laughs> bought, I already bought a toolbox, but we're, we'll talk about that. But anyways, shit's changing at work a little bit. Can't give away too much information yet. But uh, So I had to get a toolbox. I'm like, well, talk to Snap-on guy. I'm going to get me a nice toolbox. So I said, no, motherfucker showed up once since the beginning of the year. Damn. I said, I said what do I got to do to get a, 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 a Snap-on guy that shows up, you know? Oh, what do I got to do to get a technician that's there when we show up? Like, oh, motherfucker, shots fired. <laughs> so I said, he said, well, what do you need? I said, well, I'm interested in possibly buying a toolbox. And sure shit, they show up the next day or whatever, you know, and like, or the next week. And by that time I had thought about it. I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to go to Harbor Freight and buy me a box. It's just, you know. No, probably not as good quality, but I'm sure it'll do just fine. Oh, yeah. So I ended up buying a box and a cabinet through Harbor Freight, and then he's like, I'm here, and you're not even here. How am I supposed to sell you a toolbox? I'm not fucking interested. Fuck you. <laughs> I know when I worked for that Oldfield place, uh, they were just hiring all these idiots that, you know, if your grandpa was a mechanic, they would hire you. Dude, that snap-on truck would roll up, and those kids would go on there and spend, like, their entire paycheck on shit. (laughs) And then they laid everybody off. Mm. And that shop locked the doors. You weren't allowed to take your tools out if you owed the tool truck's money. They just repoed everybody's shit. How's that? Hmm. None of my business, I guess. There's a guy in our hydraulic shop that has a toolbox as big as your garage door. And I keep telling that dude, he has a 40-inch TV in there as his computer screen. Oh, shit. I keep telling that dude, like, man, you don't need all of this. For Why? a hydraulic shop. So he yeah, just needs yeah, All he picks. works on is pumps. That's all he, he does that and seal the power and burns and wrenches. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he's got that. And I, I'm like, man, why, why are you putting yourself in this kind of... But to guess. each his own, I guess. Because yeah. after I got robbed, I used to have a bunch of Snap-on stuff. I used to have a bunch of Matco stuff. 
But whenever they stole everything, nah. Especially after chasing after $100 sockets whenever they fall in belly pans. Oh, yeah. Now, that yeah. the $4 socket uh, stays down Gear there. wrench only, man. I remember dropping a whole fucking rail deep and shallow in fucking a deer excavator. I'm like, yeah, I'm not fucking getting those. I'll just order a whole new set, <laughs> 80 bucks on Amazon, you know? <laughs> Screw that shit. Yeah, I drop stuff in scraper belly pans all the time, and it's like, yeah, one of these days I'll be back to drop them. We'll just get it back then. Yeah, exactly. But I'll buy, like, like the ratchets and stuff. I really like snap-on ratchets, so I have all snap-on ratchets because they're just, in my my opinion, they're really good quality. So, But sockets and shit, hell no. Nah, spe- Amazon. Specialty stuff. I mean, like I have a, a new borescope that I got. I sold him my other borescope from That Snap-on. I forget I have. <laughs> and uh, uh, borescopes and stuff like that, I, I buy that from there. But other than that, sockets, wrenches, ratchets, I just, just get it from Northern Tool or Harbor Freight or anywhere that's got a warranty that's just as good. Yeah. I, I, you bring that up. I do that shit all the time. Well, because like I was bitching to him one time and he was like, about something. He's like, you got that camera? And I said, fuck. I do, have that. Head. <laughs> I do have that camera. One of these days, I'm going to learn about them fucking things. Which actually, Dude, I don't... Cat, I, cat is doing away with them, apparently. Well, we're doing away with cat machines, so I don't even need to learn about them. <laughs> but I, I learned about them the other day because I lost a low-pressure fuel pump or whatever the fuck that thing's called. It feeds mm. that line right off the... Off head. the priming pump. Yeah. yeah. And... uh I was all fucked up, dude. It was blowing the fuse. I'm like, what the hell is all this shit? Finally, I learned. I learned. So these new 352s have a C13B in them, which is the next-gen 13-liter engine, and it has the VGT turbo with the fuel doser on it. Really? Yes. And we had uh, a sister company um, for the customer I work for decide it was a good idea to put a box of grease on the step inside the engine compartment to warm up so they could pour it in the auto greaser well it fell off landed on the exhaust manifold because there's no longer an egr cooler on those jesus it landed on the exhaust manifold and turbo caught on fire burnt the turbocharger speed sensor up which caused the machine to go down (laughs) that's brand new machine too. brand new machine 82 (laughs) hours on it the Speed sensor uh, was $655, and I waited on it for three and a half months. My estimated shipping date was supposed to be July. It just showed up the other day after they placed another case for a new turbo because we were waiting on it for so long. Damn. But VGT turbos, I don't, I've never messed with them. Cat they do this. Them. Yeah. They got a flapper thing inside. Yeah, they got flappy things inside. You're good. They're easy. <laughs> It was, e- it was they it's get- easier with a regular turbo that doesn't change positions. <laughs> it was all easy until we got into this tier shit. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you could crack a fucking injector line and go, oh, yep, it's the injector. And yeah, or bleed them that way. Now, if you crack an injector line, it fucking shuts the engine down. Shit, a broken wire shuts an engine down. It's insane. But, you know, you got to have these goddamn computers to fix these machines (laughs) nowadays, you damn kids. I'll never forget whenever his boss, um, his boss's boss, threw a fit when they got the new D6 XE dozers uh, over how much depth they were using. Um, They don't have EGR coolers on them, so you still have to meet the emissions. Hmm. So there's more def dosing, which means they use more def. And they did not know that when they bought the dozers and they threw a fit. But then we just basically had to tell them it was like, sorry, XC's the electric drive. Yeah. Like, fuck. I, so we've got a 938, 938, 936, 938 loader. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've never. This machine just nothing goes wrong with it except for the AC. It won't stay charged. It's got to leak somewhere. We can't find it. I've never really worked on it because it doesn't stay that busy. It's more like a spare. But the other day I was working on this thing, checking it out because we're gonna be trading it in. And I, 
I actually really like that thing, the hydrostat, because you can push the throttle down and lock the throttle in and just use your brake like a freaking dozer. Like, holy shit. Way better. The only issues with those is the stupid emissions setup that they have on those. They're passive emission systems. So really? exhaust back pressure valves and thermal valves. It's a pain in the ass. Never worked on one. But I was just I was blown away at this hydrostat system on a loader. I was like, that's pretty fucking nice. But I could probably sound stupid. I'm not a loader operator. I heard they burn just, through fucking couplers a lot for the hydraulic pumps. The the whole yeah couplers, are, yeah couplers are a problem for utility companies for sure. No, <laughs> no. My favorite's when they snap the shaft off fucking back of a hydraulic pump. You know where the coupler is. It's just insane. Or we've. We've gone through a couple where uh, we lose the the pump drive. You'll still have pilot pressure because the pump's the direct drive off the pump or off the engine, but these gears will strip for both pumps. Like, well, why, why, why? You've got this pressure here. Why isn't it working? It's like, because you didn't put oil in it <laughs> or whatever. On those 938s, if that coupler for the engine strips, you're screwed. That's what I, I heard. My work wife worked for a cat dealer in Hawaii. It's like, oh, yeah, we ran into that issue all the time. Steve, you're a, a dummy. Just kidding. I give him so much shit. And he thinks it's hilarious when I talk shit on him on the podcast. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned work wife. <laughs> work wife. My wife always gives me crap because our wives are friends. <laughs> and they're always talking about the fact that we talk to each other more than we talk to them. <laughs> but we also work together mm-hmm. all day long. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I've had those. <clears throat> my uh, lost my train of thought. On to the next thing. <laughs> I don't remember what the fuck I was gonna say. I still talk to a lot of guys I used to work with. Like they'll randomly call me and just be talking to me. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, it's weird. What do you want? But uh, I don't. I try not to be on my phone too much anymore. Ever since the whole thing happened Thursday, the phone app. Oh, the AT&T. Oh, yeah, that the was AT&T. our company phones are AT and T. I loved it. Oh yeah, I, but I had I, I was because I recorded. Like I said, I recorded a podcast last night and we talked about it a little bit. Um, my my work phone worked as AT and T, but my personal didn't. But I found myself. Every couple minutes going, oh, fuck, I can't, I can't even do this. But it's such a habit now to go check my phone. I'm like, I need that more often. Stay away from my phone. The only reason that I had service was because I have a Verizon hotspot in my mm-hmm. truck. Other other than that, I That's why I was having to link it to my work phone just so I can be like, hey, wife, phone's not working. Not that you I give a shit. Was, I thought it was hilarious. People are losing their damn minds over oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like I, we didn't have cell phones. It's just crazy. And now there's, I, th- I heard that they're doing away with landlines now. They're going oh, sure. to. Just like, well, so what's going to happen when Joe Rogan turns out to be right and everything crashes? <laughs> smoke signals. Yeah, smoke signals. <laughs> CB radios. I'm sitting right there waiting. <laughs> I had that in my F550. I like to keep tabs on traffic. We never talked about shit like that. Does people do people run CBs anymore, like in service trucks and stuff? So I know a lot of our guys that work out in the out in the pits northeast or Mm -hmm. northwest that they they have CBs just because you have to radio into the office. But fourteen or um, whenever I was working out in West Texas, I had a CB, but I got so damn annoyed (laughs) because Channel nineteen, you'd get some dude. Start freaking rattling off uh, Caballero music or something, and no one would. <laughs> there's, a, there's a guy here. I actually know him. He works. He's a heavy equipment mechanic, uh-huh. but he hops on the CB and he's got some powerful antenna. I don't know what the fuck he runs, but he, I know his personal name, but I won't say it. But he goes by Leroy Brown here in DFW, and dude, he will fucking piss people off. He starts singing and shit. I have videos of him singing. <laughs> And one day we ran into each other. I'm like, 
dude, you're him, aren't you? And he's like, don't be saying nothing. <laughs> but yeah, I got I get annoyed with people too, but I ran CB just to keep up with traffic most of the time because it's all fucked up around here. Like, what lane do I need to be in? Do people, I just, I'm curious about that now. Well, Think truck drivers, it. they, truck driver, anybody with a, a CDL, they, they usually take care of each other. Yeah. I mean, you got truck drivers that'll let you in. Cars do not. Um, cars cut you off. Truck drivers will not. Yeah. I've always ran one since I've been out here, though. Just West Texas, obviously, running the highways. Especially 285, Death Highway. Yeah. <laughs> Mentone, no yeah. trees. Pecos. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, uh, oh, I took mine out, though, because I haven't turned it on in a year. I don't know why. I just haven't. I think I just got annoyed. You probably realize traffic's going to be fucked up no matter what, <laughs> so there's no point in having to listen to that. There you go, yeah. I don't know. I just, I just go the route that I know is not going to be fucked up. And that's usually north to Denton and then west on 380. Otherwise, you're screwed. I don't even want to talk about 380. Oh, 380 east of Denton. No, I, no we're not doing that. We're we going to go add around. another lane each way. It's still going to be fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's. I live over there, so it's it's a mess. Fuck, dude. I, it's just insane because we have a couple of jobs out there. And I'm just like, well, I need to plan a little bit ahead so I know. <laughs> but, like, uh, it's weird, though. Like, it's east of 35 Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's wild. Well, it's getting just as bad northbound 287 and uh, westbound 114. You, you just got to go around it because they're stacking up. Mm-hmm. 114's just fucked. Anyway, what else we got? Oh, you got a topic here. Starting out from the bottom with no experience to the top. Hmm. <laughs> Your company in less than five years. Let's Are you talking this. about yourself? Yeah. So you're the top dog. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. I you didn't know that. Kind of kind of a big deal. When I started at my company, I in my interview, you know, I told them I didn't know nothing about yellow iron, but it's all nuts and bolts. And I went from driving a little plumber's truck to now I got the the biggest truck, and they called me to do all the fucked up shit. Unfortunately, like, well, today, you know, my boss called and wanted me to go work on a generator, but I told him I was going to talk to a big deal. So they had to wait. Big deal. uh, (laughs) I guess the service manager called my phone. It was at home. My wife called me and he told him, you know, he's not home. He's off work. So we'll give him a sticker. He'll feel better. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he would like a sticker. Well, I mean, they... Cut our hours through the winter time, and I've been bitching about it for months. So today is the direct result of that. So they can suck it. So are you doing? So, ah, hmm. Are you the only resident? No, there's Cat? there's two of us. Two. When I first started running, Pete. <laughs> Fifty one. When I first started running for them, um, <laughs> twice, twice. Um, I uh, uh, I was one of six. Oh, shit. Yeah, they had six of us. And then they cut back to one, which was me. And then we got one more. He cried a lot, so they had to bring somebody else over. I cried because they brought somebody else in. Uh, um, <laughs> I was staying busy enough to keep myself. Let's, we got a lot of older guys that they're real good on shit from back in the day. The problem is we got rid of a lot of that stuff. They don't know how to use a computer. Yeah. They can't. They well, have a hard time reading. That was my next question. Are so, you doing a lot of the diagnostic stuff oh, or yeah. are you letting old Skeety do no. it? No. No. Do you feel if he gets stumped, he calls me. Yeah. But other than that. But most me and there's another guy, Matt. <laughs> we both we worked at the concrete company together. He quit, went to the oil field company, got me hired on there. And then when I applied or interviewed for the place I'm at now, they said they needed another guy. So I told him, I said, Hey, call these motherfuckers right now. So he follows, he follows the the podcast, I think. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't remember his last name off the top of my head, but, um, I keep fucking doing this. (laughs) I keep fucking doing this, but 
Yeah. Uh, now, like, especially with the emission stuff, some older guys, you know, I'd really like to, I'd really like to learn that emission stuff. And it's like, well, if you'd follow the steps, we got the computer that tells you what to check. Problem is, they like to skip steps. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, well, you know, in 1970, you would check stuff like this. It's like, well, you can't do that shit anymore. So they get stumped and they just give up. And I'm just like, shit, I'll try to figure it out, you know. Well, the whole wire pull thing bit you in the ass the other day. You went through and did all kinds of stuff and then realized. That oh, the wire yeah. Was broke. <laughs> Don't you love that no, shit? No, I was trying to troubleshoot this code on a sensor and the sensor was broke so i replaced it but i still had the code so my dumbass starts taking a bunch of stuff off to look at the harness and about 45 minutes later i'm like you know what i should probably just check the plug and pull the wire out, <laughs> out of the back and i was like you stupid motherfucker <laughs> yeah, i i uh i actually dealt with that a couple weeks ago on a 470g it was throwing a code for so on, on the pumps, it's got a, the solenoids for the control valves on top. It was throwing a code for one of the solenoids. So I'm like, That's fucking weird. So I run it. It's mistrack and all this shit. And I was watching my pressures, and it wasn't building pressure on pump one. I'm like, what the fuck? And it was throwing a code for pump one. So I'm like, so I swap these solenoids thinking I'll, I'll do some swap Gnostic, see if it changes. It doesn't change. Still losing pressure. So I'm like, fuck, I'm losing a pump, you know? And so I'm following the diagnostic procedure for this code, all this shit. My boss is just like, I might have talked about this on the podcast already, but fuck it. We're going to talk about it again. <laughs> boss is like, so if you're losing pressure and you think it's a pump, he's like, what about the the motor, the drive motor? Well, I, didn't, I really didn't think about it. It's not service advisors not telling you <laughs> to do that. <laughs> yeah, of course... And he's like, why don't you do a, why don't you do a test on the, on the crankcase, uh, or case drain, crankcase, case drain. And so I, I'm going through this fucking diagnostic procedure for case drain. Um, and it's like, I forget what it was. You, you got to rotate the track one way for one minute and then back the other way for one minute. And it's supposed to be like 2.6 gallons that comes out of the case drain. Mm -hmm. I literally filled the five gallon bucket up in like five seconds. <laughs> like, fuck well he schooled me you yeah. know but he's been doing this a long time like and so i believe it was throwing that code because it was demanding all this pressure and it wasn't getting it so it's like oh your your uh solenoid's not working correctly that's the only thing i come up with that must have been a mechanical system not responding code i just no it was uh I, dude i can't remember the the code off the top of my head but Basically, it wasn't it wasn't compensating for what it was demanding, which it was just dumping right back into tank. So it thought there was an issue up here when it was really down there. Fuck, cats are bad me about, all up. Cats are bad about the travel motors on the excavators. Yeah, that was the first out. time I've dealt with that before. So or then before, and so I was all fucked up, and I'm like, I was pretty, I was pretty bummed out on that shit. You know, yeah, I've had that happen. I'm supposed to be a top technician, you know, <laughs> and I still get my ass kicked sometimes. Shit, everything, always learning. Yeah, always. So, <sighs> anyway, anything else? Anything you come up with? You've only got one fucking topic. Like I said, I was drinking when I filled that out, so <laughs> I don't even remember what I wrote. I do half the time I don't even use these anymore. Oh, so there's I probably a bunch more. of misspellings or whatever. Whatever, phone was blurry. <laughs> <laughs> we got a good hour in. Anything you want to talk about? You want to no. bitch about? I've got plenty to bitch about. <laughs> I, I can't do it on here. Sure <laughs> can. We can. We'll hit record. Uh, we'll shut it off, and then you can bitch. Um, I did. I did. So we'll talk about this later. If you guys are looking for a job, I am hiring. I need a field tech really bad. This is for everybody, not not to you guys. <laughs> I was going to say, somebody <laughs> might not be very happy about this. <laughs> if anybody's looking for a job in the DFW area, preferably, preferably by the DFW airport, is that the best way to put it? Yeah. Without giving away the exact location? Yeah, it's the middle. Um, 
because I'm right there. Um, hit a brother up. I'm looking for a field tech. I think that's it. You guys done? Sure. Fuck it. <laughs> See ya, I guess. Bye. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.